0: hey what's up everybody this is David Tanklevsky. welcome back to the be brave podcast you're about to listen to a new episode with designer Richie Stewart Richie is based out of Boston he does logos custom lettering print design brand identity work very cool guy drops f-bombs like there's no tomorrow more f-bombs per sentence in this episode than any episode you've heard so far Richie is a really really interesting guy and I love the way he talked so openly about his work and um, the balance that a lot of people try to find between doing work that's meaningful to you and work that pays the bills. We're gonna get right into it today because I actually have these four sweaty dirty men coming to my apartment very shortly and we're heading to Western Mass. They're a band called The Walking Guys and they're literally walking from New England back to their home city of Nashville over the course of four months and they're playing shows all along the way and so we're playing tonight out in Shelburne Falls Mass place called Moca Maya's and we're already running late and as soon as they get here I got to close up shop and drive them out to Western Mass for their next show. Oh yeah I forgot to say sometimes they will take a ride from venue to venue. They don't have to walk to every venue but I think they are walking from Boston when we get back tomorrow all the way to Providence in two days for their next show. It's crazy. Why would you do that? But why wouldn't you do that? Anyways, um, so let's get right into it. Richie Stewart here on the Be Be Brave podcast. <laughs> Oh, Tim Reynolds is... Uh, oh, the high school of him. No. I don't even think it's that's... Tim that. Reynolds? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't even his name. It's Dave Matthews' band with... It's oh, like yeah, Dave yeah. Matthews and Tim Reynolds. It's like a duo... I think it's Tim Moore. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Shit, Andrew Reynolds. Wait, so what's Tim
2: Reynolds? <laughs> I don't even think that's his full name. I think it's gone now. Whatever I was going to say.
3: Mm. Should we start? Yeah, we can... Um, we can begin. I wrote down some questions I wanted to ask you. Oh, um, I
2: fucking hate talking about myself. So don't be, be worry. Always, all perfect. These f- Please bear with perfect. me. I'm gonna try really hard to make this not boring.
3: Yeah. All right. So all right, we can try to put one like, like. Um, do do your thing. Have all right. I'll so there's you. like ten questions, right, or something. But you you throw in one lie. When you answer, and <laughs> we'll try and like we'll ask the audience later, like uh, what did, what did you think Richie lied about? And we go we're, we're going <laughs> for we're going for gasps sport we want um, gasps okay yeah. gasps yeah.
0: is where it's at okay <laughs> to that we haven't done this
3: before but um.
0: yeah
2: I, I listened to I listened to <laughs> oh yeah yours what saying and I thought that was informative and nice cool. uh, yeah I very much enjoyed it oh thanks yeah
3: Lucas listened to it and he was like. Like, I love, like, the uh, layers that are going on, like, with you and Dave, and y- your work, and you influence him, and he influences you, and you're doing this together, and I was like, yeah, I don't think anyone else picked up on oh, that. Well, that's cool, <laughs>
2: well, I obviously, you guys are friends and have, like, a pretty deep connection. You could tell you're playing off each other. And it's yeah. Like, it's oh, that's totally cool. cool, man. It's... it's just, like, homies hanging out. Like, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's kind of like,
3: we don't really know, like, where this will go, but... Yeah. It gives us a reason, an excuse hang to out, hang out, out and like talk shit. to people without yeah. yeah, looking at our phones for an hour. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I back
2: that 100%. And Last yeah. week was
0: awesome, too. It was like we interviewed this guy, Marco Benevento, who's this amazing like keyboard player who we saw in college. And we're like, we just like, I don't, you know, it's, we just like email his manager. He's like, yeah, this side looks cool. Like, yeah, sure. Like, go meet him at the Red Roof Inn in Woburn. So we're like, he's on tour. So we're like, cool. Like, we just... I don't really know what we're doing, but we just met this awesome guy that we've seen for years and, like, hung out with him for an hour at the Red Roof Inn. (laughs) That's really fun. (laughs) That's cool. I did that. So we're going
3: to, like, you know, meet people now with, like, this excuse of, like, oh, it's a podcast, and we have, like, a (laughs) sick website, thanks, to Nathan, and, um... So then now people see us. They go, "Oh, this is legit." And it's just like, just like two dudes. <laughs> well, like Dave does radio and interviews for a living, but oh, like cool. <laughs> he's not like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. This right. Is a little bit more like laid back without any kind of yeah. Um, pressure. <laughs> just yeah, sort totally. of us cool. just talking yeah. and hanging out. I back that. But um, are we going? Yeah, cool. Let's let's roll. Yeah, we're here with uh, Richie Stewart. Um, he's a graphic designer, um, based out of. Watertown, right near Boston. Am I right on that? Yeah, I cool. just
2: I live in Watertown and I work in Somerville. Next to
3: the Bodega and yep. the meth yeah in
2: between the P&K Dally and the meth clinic so
3: come by and say <laughs> is the meth that? clinic like before you get to your office yeah, or is it like ma- it's after meth ma-
2: clinic studio bodega okay yeah. and yours is the studio yeah so yeah, you have yeah. to
3: walk a little bit backwards to go to bodega and then you have to go past the meth clinic when you, when yeah, yeah I think okay. you guys gotta lay it on right? cool <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wow really setting the scene here yeah um, yeah it's very colorful yeah man. so tell us about um who you are um and how did you get here? How did you get inside my apartment? Yeah, I'm asking myself that same question right now. <laughs> Who we'll so. let you in? <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: yeah, I'm just a dude. Uh, I, I draw letters and make symbols and put them together in a somewhat of a cohesive manner for people that ask me to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of where I'm at. Did, um, you go to school for design or I started, for art? I started studio art, um, uh, at like a community college, like right out of high school. And then, uh, cause I had like no idea what I wanted to do or whatever. Like my illustration teacher was like, yo, you're kind of bad, but like <laughs> you have good ideas. You know, and I was like, that's our kinda, director in training. That's right kind of like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, so that was kind of like, kind of cool. I was like, yeah, I do suck at this, but like I have these ideas and uh, she <laughs> kind of led me into like, she's like, oh, graphic design. Obviously yeah. I didn't know what the fuck that was at the time. I was like, sounds like nerd stuff. I'm
3: not into Wasn't that. Wasn't it like when you heard graphic design, you're like, oh, computers. It, it was computers. Yeah. you're and like, 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 I don't want on to computers.
2: use a computer. I don't want to do this. Blah, blah, blah. And like the first class. I was talking to the teacher. I was like, "So what are we gonna be doing? Like I don't know anything about this." And she's just like, "We're I'm limiting you to a sharpie, a pencil, and like a piece of paper, and we're just gonna like make stuff." And I was like, "I can get behind that. I know how to use a pencil, kind (laughs) of. You know, this is cool to me. Like and like like, a Xerox machine. Yeah. You know. So I, I think it was finding graphic design helped me find that like that medium that I was comfortable with because I never I couldn't find anything that allowed me the freedom to like. Express these ideas because I could never get it out with just a pencil or a paintbrush yeah. or any of that shit. So that was fucking huge. Was
3: were are you like sloppy when it comes to um, using stuff? like pencils and paper I'm and sloppy paint. and I also think there's a lack of patience
2: in there too because I have this thing in my head and like I can't get it out with just a pencil but I know it's right there yeah. but like with the computer I'm like ah oh, that line's jacked up let me command Z that bad <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, when I found Illustrator is the only program I use and I only know how to use the pen tool yeah, it's, I, I it's, don't know how to use anything else in there <laughs> at all kind
3: of uh, with you on that one yeah
2: <laughs> I don't know how to use I don't own Photoshop I don't know how to use it <laughs> I don't think I've ever opened in design. I used Quark once. Oh, God. That was a
3: disaster. So you're like 40? Yeah, I'm about 40. <laughs> going on 45. Uh, yeah. What was it like, graphic design in the 80s? <laughs> it, was, it was a good time. It was a good, good time for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I had heard about Quark. Um, what is Quark? It's, it's an it older program. It's like a page, like, page layout program that was just so fucking archaic. And it's like, it's <laughs> like, like My teachers would, would talk about it at school and I'd be like, does anyone have Quark? And like, no, I've never, I've never seen it Yes, yeah. the store. I don't know where it, it is. Was, where it, was it, was, well. it was very mysterious. But Rod, our teacher, was like, you know, when you're like laying out stuff in Quark, and we were just be like, you know, chattering back, I don't know. What Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, So, and you did some when you were younger. uh, I
0: was reading your mom did, uh, what did... Typography or calligraphy? Yeah, so oh, my mom really? was like super
2: heavy into calligraphy, so she was always drawing letters. And I was an only child, so I just wanted to be doing like what she was doing. And I was kind of an introvert, you know, so I spent oh, an a lot of time. Too. Oh, right yeah. on, right yes. on. <laughs> Fucking
3: Sweet. only child brothers, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, hey, bro, no, I'm just having <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. Dual's kind
0: of like an only child. He's got an awesome <laughs> brother, <laughs> but he's <that's laughs> like nothing <laughs> like him. No, <laughs> he's, like, he's gangsta. Good. Yeah, he's very gangsta. Anyways.
2: Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. So she did that. So she was always like making stuff. So I think that absolutely rubbed off and and she would work from home. Yeah, she'd work from home. And then she ran this teddy bear business. So she made teddy bears. So yeah, it was kind of wild. She like would make all the patterns, cut them out, paint stuff, like sculpt the little pieces and just like fucking sell these one off. things. Where where did she sell them? This was like pre-internet. Yeah. So this was like trade shows and just word of mouth and Whoa. stuff. So people would like commission her and be like, "Hey, can you make this like crazy ass teddy bear or whatever?" Like it, it's kind <laughs> like, of it's kind are of are like, they always smaller like big ones or they they range from like two or three inches tall to like a four foot one that That's she crazy. did one time. Yeah, it's fucking it's weird. And I like talk about it because it's so normal. But I'm like, yeah, my mom ran like a teddy bear business out yeah, of yeah. our like one bedroom apartment. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so
3: she didn't like so when, so when you were growing up, she didn't have like a nine to five that she went to. Nah, it was like she was around. And yeah, she was around all all the Always time. crafting. Yeah, all the time. And, Did yeah. she have like a studio in the in the house that... She had like her like, own
2: space, but I mean, I... Like we
3: grew up in like a really
2: small place. It was like a one and a half bedroom apartment. So like the living room was like split and she had her yeah. shit going
3: on, you know. So everything was just kind of like always mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you kind of like saw that as like, my mom can have a family and make a living so as an artist. Uh, yeah, it.
2: And I think it took me like later on into my adult life yeah, when I understood I that. But like, yeah, when you but a, it was there. You're totally, to it. totally, yeah, like because you're just,
3: a total freelance craft designer, right? Now. Yeah, yeah. And you, have you always been? Or no, no. This is so I've been on my own for
2: like four ish years, and then before just like a doo doo agency, and then you know uh, just regular jobs. What's know? a doo doo agency? <laughs> oh, you know, like a shitty ad agency. You know, you doo do agency. No, that was an industry too. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, I don't know, man. I fucking despise advertising. And like, it's just fucking toxic and disgusting. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like to, the like, agencies, or like just what it is? Let's get into just it. everything. Yeah. I find it. Fuck, dude. Did yeah. you start that right after? Yeah, I worked at an agency you like course. right out of school, like a week after I graduated. Mm-hmm. Ex, and They then, swooped you up. I don't think it was a swoop up. I think it was really like, can I please fucking work here? <laughs> one of those. I need to eat. Sort of, yeah, I need to eat. One of those situations. So, you know, I learned that's not, that. it was good because it was what I didn't want to do. Yeah. You know, so it's cool looking back. And being it's like, good to know. That, that was a that year side. of my life. I bought like, you know, you realize you not this person. I don't want to be these people. This is this, yeah. like, so fucking far. Like people are talking about like their boats and like all their shit, and it's like, dude, what the? Fuck? No one
3: is really that passionate about the work.
2: It was, you know, I think it was like, you know, I don't know. I, I hate referring to Mad Men but mm-hmm. it's like that's like that shit it's just like it's very
3: very accurate even it's, it's anybody Manhattan. that's
2: worked in an agency it's like the most accurate yeah. thing It's bullshit. Were you in it's, Boston doing it yeah yeah
3: or Cambridge just so, so yeah. it's worse in Manhattan I can't well you are at Saatchi yeah yeah, yeah, I was, yeah I was in an ad agency in New York and so it was, you, you fucking know and Madman had just come out when I joined and it was like But everyone had massive boners and shit. <laughs> oh yeah they're like yeah. did I see Madman last night dude did oh, you yo, fucking yo. see Don Drake like, and er- fucking <laughs> drank himself into a blackout <laughs> and
0: fucking cheated on his wife it was sick
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, and like some of the people I knew, they're like uh, some of the older guys are like, oh yeah, like they could tell you stories that were exactly totally ex- that like Don Draper did. I think one of the characters, one's based off of an old one of the master copywriters at the agency. Fred was like, oh yeah, like yeah. that's like old George, like you know, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a character back in the sixties. Like, yeah, well, it's it interesting that
0: you guys say that there's there were still similarities because you know like there's definitely things culturally that have changed like in you in in business in corporations since that time where guys were taking like three hour breaks to have their cocktails and Uh, like sleeping with their secretaries not to say those things don't still go
3: on but ego will never change yeah exactly (laughs) and when you're getting money to like uh be creative and you're you know like Don Draper gets his you know name the paper and he's winning awards you're gonna be a little you know you're, you're going to take advantage of the system you're in and yeah. and it's a it's a different uh, atmosphere when it comes to when you're doing graphic design you're an artist at heart and you're doing stuff for clients and you're pitching them and you're trying to sell them it you tend to like you don't focus on one or the other it's like either you have mediocre work and you're amazing at pitching yeah or you're super proud of your work but it never got picked up yeah <laughs> yeah and like, I guess another big
2: thing for me is that just like if you look at the history of advertising and like big things, it's like look at like what they were promoting, like yeah, you know, like look at like cigarette ads and yeah. how many fucking people are dead because yeah. of like like just the foundation of it is just so dishonest to me. Yeah, so I, I didn't, I don't fucking. And know it's either. like,
3: um, uh, all the new products that come out, like, are the products revolutionizing or is the ad like a revolution like and that's the whole thing it's like
2: the Old Spice stuff it's like man that's a good deodorant like my dad uses that it's true I use Old Spice for sure but it's just like you have these fucking crazy advertisements that don't it's just weird to be weird there's no fucking concept it's just like hey we're fucking wild like buy our deodorant it's like well that's the thing
3: because it comes down to essentials It's like, well, you're gonna buy these anyways. You're always gonna need the owner, you're always gonna need toothpaste. Right. So what sets this apart? We yeah, make us the most memorable toothpaste commercial when you walk the aisle because you're gonna remember ridiculousness.
2: It's crazy too, because I know plenty of people, like designers that work at agencies that are so fucking talented. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Like you could not do that. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. What kind
0: of stuff are you doing at that
2: agency? Like so I didn't even really get hired. I got hired at just a Freedom You're assistant. like, I was just outside. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just standing outside. Yeah. I was like, hey, f- hey guys. Um, no, I got hired as, like, a, a studio assistant. So it was basically, like, I was everyone's bitch. It's just like, hey, get the coffee. Or, hey, can you, like, set this type? You know, I was wearing, like, a lot of different hats and stuff. So it wasn't, like, a full-on design position. See, I had always like, heard
3: about those positions, but never, like, seen them. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, you'll be our coffee boy. I've never seen a coffee boy. <laughs> dude, no one needs seen, coffee all day. You should seen me in two thousand seven. I was that dude. You were you? Were you was, yeah, like, oh, I guess we don't want to sit See here. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really don't want to. Yeah. Because like some you of the know people what, just just spit it out.
2: <laughs> some of the people were really fucking cool, and I had like when it comes down to it, I had a good life experience. Yeah. So well, I'm it's not, always good gonna, to
0: learn like what I mean. I think that's like who gra- like gets out of school and gets their dream job, you know, like, oh, absolutely. And yeah. I, like, and I think uh, my dad's Doesn't the, pay their dues, the career know. services guy at Suffolk, who I think we should have on. He'd be the oldest person we have on the podcast, think yeah. so should have one. And his thing is always that, it's, you know, that the jobs that you don't like are just as important, you know, as, totally. as the ones you do. Mm-hmm. And, and
2: for me, like, I've had jobs my whole life,
0: like, since I was, like, 13, right.
2: like, I've had every job, I feel, and, yeah. that's, and I like that, you know, if only for the reason that right now it's like, hey, man if you don't if you fuck this up you have to go back to cleaning toilets yeah. or you have to go back to delivering pizza and I don't, I don't really want to do <laughs> you that you need to know yeah.
3: exactly what you're good at and how hard to work at it totally. to stay that way totally. <laughs> and I, I don't
2: want to get anywhere until like the realm of like oh you gotta fucking in my castle and pay your dues yeah and like, you know because that's just whatever you you get out what you put in that's just what it is yeah
0: but how long has it been that you've now been doing this full-time
2: um, I'm into my fourth year, so like four and a half-ish years I've been on my own.
3: And like, um, I was gonna say, uh, I had a few questions lined up, like, cause a lot of your work now, uh, is you, you go under Commoner, Commoner yeah. Incorporated, Commoner Inc. I only did Ink because I couldn't get just Commoner as yeah.
2: the URL, and I'm, <laughs> I'm certainly not incorporated at all. <laughs> and my tax person I like I was that like, false yo. advertising yeah fa- oh yeah false advertising that's a little fucking throwback like I'm for that yeah I'm for that uh, yeah my tax lady was like yo you can't use ink and I was like well we're in a predicament I gotta get a new you're new like I
3: use there. ink to print so yeah. it's just a cool slang spelling yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to get around I'm, that I'm hoping to drop the INC at some point but it was more
2: just like a moniker that I used to make it seem that it was like a little bit bigger than
3: myself and yeah. it's like nobody knows who the fuck I am like why would I use my name <laughs> you know has and like so um so you going out on your own you chose the name commoner inc and then has, how do you think that has helped you get more work because it kind of has a studio sound and there's like more than one p- person behind this yeah I or mean, do you so think it it's... has been like uh kind of deterred people like oh we can't get commoner they're huge it's, it's so <laughs> it's kind of happened both ways where like you know, it's very clear on the website that it's two of
2: us. Yeah. It's not like this big conglomerate. Oh, you don't and, hide it. You. Okay. you know. So it's not like, hey, check out like check out our new like yeah. studio and like foosball table. <laughs> <You know, like, laughs> yeah. you know, like, We're on tap. We're on tap. We've <laughs> got so many nerf guns, like you know, though, uh, so there's never been any of that. I'm very clear with people that it's just me and my wife. You yeah. Know, so so yeah, I've had some people be like, Well, we really want an agency. I'm like, Okay, you can do that, yeah. and I've had some be like, well, I would really like it that we can just like call you, and you'll pick up on the first ring, and we can just talk it out. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we don't have to set up a meeting with Jenny from HR and go through the, the yeah. Internet, you know? And I think the majority of the work I end up doing is for like you know the little guys and stuff. You know, so I think it makes them feel more comfortable uh, as well.
3: Um, how did you, how did you go about getting work when you first uh, branched out on your own? I know. Your style is like, you do a lot of like logos and badges and like everything has a place, it's all contained. Um, like they can work big, they can work small. Your illustration style is like very iconic. Um, was Whoa, that like- Thanks, <laughs> holy shit. Did that always like start off that way? And did you try to get work that would like cater to how you wanted to design?
2: Um, I, I think, well, basically what I did was for several years after school, working just like random shit jobs, you know, like I said, delivery man, janitor, all that stuff. I would just work on personal I was contracts. a janitor too. Oh, no way, yep. really? That's awesome. And over public schools. I was at a, a Best Western hotel at, uh, in Concord. Nice. I was like 17. <laughs> or, no, I was older. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it was shitty. It was shitty. Um, I forgot the question. Um, It was a good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a good question. No, no, no. (laughs) You're like I'm not. Basically, what I did, where I was just, I was just like, all right, I'm gonna make. How'd you get work, basically? Yeah. yeah. So I was reading this, you know, design annual thing or whatever, and I, I don't remember who it was, but this person was like, "It's so simple." He's like, "Do the work that you want to get paid for and show it to people." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "That is fucking genius." Yeah. Straight genius talk. (laughs) I don't remember this person's name, but. I love you because that that was like an epiphany. <laughs> I think me, it was Don know. Draper. It was definitely yeah. Don Draper. Uh, so thanks, Donnie. And, um, but yeah, yeah. So basically, I just made this portfolio of like half personal projects, half like cheap pro bono stuff, you know, whatever. And then I just put it on the internet. Yeah. Then and then that was can... pretty much. And then you know, it's like the internet's the slippery slope. It's like you put something on Behance or whatever, you get a design blog, and then shit just starts coming in. Yeah. You know. And I don't want to make it seem that easy, because it wasn't, because it was like,
3: several years of, like, that grind and trying to find my place and stuff, mm-hmm. but, you know, Did you work hard to push stuff to blogs to get, like, hey, check me out? No. Or is it just, like, you put up on a, like, a, like Behance, like, a dribble, and then it gets I didn't, I didn't found? Know. Yeah, I didn't know how to
2: make a website or do any of that stuff, so I was like, oh, Behance is cool, because I can just, like put my stuff on there and Mm -hmm. they have like a really rad community that's just gotten like exponentially better with time. But, uh, but yeah, Behance was like sort of like the first thing. And then obviously with dribble getting so popular, I think in like 2010, I think was when that started yeah. getting like attention and stuff, and I-, I would say dribble pretty much launched my freelance career. Fellow Massachusettsian, yeah, uh, <laughs> fucking Dance Dan Cedarholm Cedar was such a great G- guy. That, like, the guy started. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Awesome. he's he's such a visionary and rad person. So humble, and uh, I love that dude. So shout out, Dan. Yeah, we're coming to get you next, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's real good at speaking, too. He does, like, all these speaking engagements and stuff. So
3: I back that guy. Nice. Anyway,
2: so, yeah, without the internet and Dribbble, I wouldn't have a career. And I'm very uh, okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. You
3: know? um, what is it about logos and badges, like, the way that you design um, that, like... Gets you excited, or and like, did you notice that you were like, "Why am I doing this all the time"? Like, or yeah. you see stuff like, "I love how everything is just like so contained." Yeah, <laughs> I, I think like, yeah, no, it's
2: funny. I think like, you know, when I was getting into punk rock and stuff, I would you know see all the old symbol I didn't even call them logos back yeah, then. Yeah, but if you symbols. look at like the Black Flag logo, oh, it's yeah. fucking the, gr- the greatest yeah. logos of all time The Crass logo, the DK, all that shit was just like so simple Zeppelin with the four logos like the Zoso yeah, yeah, feather oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that that was like
3: so striking to me I couldn't
2: yeah I can't describe it it's just like something just felt right and good yeah. I like the I like the restrictions I like using one color I like the fact that it looks cool and it's a half inch and then it mm-hmm. looks big I like the I don't know man it's just something about the mystery it's like hieroglyphs you know yeah I mean? you know it's like more hieroglyphs yeah yeah so I don't know that stuff gets me hyped and yeah Wow. Was yeah. that what
0: got you interested, like, punk rock and sort of punk, looking... punk rock and skateboarding. I mean, he's wearing a Misfits shirt right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. come on, man. This is an original.
2: This is <laughs> yeah. fucking dancing. So Look at today. that. That's yeah. well, <laughs> <exciting>. well worn. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are huge, uh, you know, in the literal sense. It was like, damn, here's all these, like, posters and decks and stickers and tapes and everything. And it's like, this is like a physical thing of how I feel inside, yeah. which I have never gotten from any other thing in life. And then, like, in the more abstract sense, if that's the right way to say it, it was, like, this, I don't know, skating and punk is just, like, you can do whatever the fuck you want and just do it, you know? Nike. Yeah. I just fucking said Nike's slogan, which is, like, shit. But it's, like, yeah, you know, without being too cliche, it's, like, DIY. It's, like, if you want to get something fucking made, you don't have to rely on someone else. Just do it yourself. You know, and that was like huge for me. It's like, I don't need like uh, agency background to get the work I want. I'm just going to do this stuff, show people I can do it. And then hopefully someone yeah. will
3: give me a couple dollars so I can eat some food. You know? <laughs> and it seems that like, you know, those, um, those um, uh, principles and those ideas that you found when you were younger are still relevant in your style and work ethic today because you came in here wearing a Thrasher hat oh, <laughs> and yeah. a Misfits shirt. <laughs> I'm pushing 30 so it's like to still like a skate rat. <laughs> yeah, so that, you know, it's good that you like, that you keep your upbringing like close to you and yeah. then like, like, you don't shed it so that it does influence you and you kind of create, keep that creative spark alive. Because what, like, the creative adult is a child that survived all that totally. uh, Etsy bullshit? Totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, so, so you, you can't really forget a, your roots. <laughs> exactly. And it
2: was such a huge part of my life, man. It was like age 10 and up. That's where like I found all my friends, it was where I found these things that I was so passionate about. So it's like, how can that, I can't forget that. It's not like I'm in the pit kicking yeah, kids yeah. in the teeth and it's not like I'm jumping down 20 stairs but it's like you yeah. know it's like 15 years there's of, something like, about it shit, man. I, have yeah.
3: a, I have a skateboard in my bedroom let's go cruise but I spring, I have a skateboard be. in like 4 years let's get out like, there <laughs> I will I will be very tired in 20 minutes <laughs> me, me too it's sick well, well cool. that ethos too
0: you know that idea of like whatever um, whatever you're passionate about you know there's no sense in waiting for someone else to like kickstart what you're interested in doing and i think like a lot of people that came out of that sort of punk world or the diy worlds and then went on to do other things there was kind of like that that line through it of sure. like you make it happen for yourself which yeah. i always found almost like more inspiring than than some of the music you know it's like that idea oh, yeah. the music bigger than I mean, the music was the just the music. music yeah it was angry and angry and yeah, fast yeah.
2: and you're like yeah i'm fucking angsty i'm 17 Fuck you. yeah mom. garage yeah. rock was never good music so yeah. it's funny <laughs> like, i do feel like
0: if you understand if you if you grew up at a at a time where like you were interested in that like i was playing for someone the other day like uh the descendants yeah the uh the um everything sucks album, yeah and i'm like classic and they're like man like i didn't like the music I play has nothing to do with that, you know. And I'm like, oh, I love this. Like, I love the idea behind it even yeah. more than like and the energy and the passion so that it's, you spent feeling. That
2: that's what it is, dude. It's not the actual right. like, act. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just like all these fucking. It's getting feelings. a
3: bunch of your idiot friends together and like doing something together, yeah, and right. and yeah. being proud of of what you create. Absolutely. So,
0: were you yeah. kind of as you were? Um, Starting to build that sort of clientele as a freelance designer, still working those other jobs for a while. Oh,
2: for sure. I mean, like I would say, from like twenty two to twenty five, my schedule was like get up at four, work on my own stuff for like three or four hours. You're an early bird too. Do yeah, yeah, nice. I'm not early bird. <laughs> uh, work on my own stuff, do my fucking eight hour grind, come home, work till twelve, and that was it for like two years. I'd say, um, but that was the only way I could find right. time. You know, yeah. like you had, like you know, it's like I can't be like, "Yo, mom, like, can you pay my rent this month?" That wasn't an option. Yeah, I'm gonna do design no. for a month.
3: I know. <laughs> yeah, that
2: wasn't an option for me. So yeah. I was like, "Well, here's where I am. This is what I want to do. How do I make this fucking work?"
3: But you had work coming in though, freelance at the same time. Not really. So were you doing self-initiated? Self-initiated projects? and like pro
2: bono stuff, where I was like, "Hey, can I do this for you?" And they're like, "I guess I'm okay, so." Okay, so there. you kind
3: of like cold called and just reached
2: definitely, out definitely a lot of cold calls a lot of rejection a lot of yeah. that stuff which was cool because you get thick skins you know it's whatever yeah you know. how
0: often does it work when you're kind of like a young designer starting off like that where you will pitch something to you know you'll create something like you create say a t-shirt for a band or you create like an idea for an ad campaign and you pitch it to someone I mean is there interest there or is it very minimal you know that or how often are they interested in in
3: if it's like a forward with that, that a cold project. like like hey, yeah. I did this for you. What do yeah. you think? It all depends on like the size, I think, of the person or uh, company that you're pitching it to. Like if it's like a local band that is like you yeah. you heard at a party and you're like these guys could be huge. I should get on this early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emil and friends, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What kind of did that to our to our buddy Emil. I was like, this guy's gonna be awesome, and I, you know, we yeah. were like, we want to be, your we want to do whatever yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Like, I will do your gig posters, your artwork, whatever. Yeah. So, and like, you know, and we've created a great relationship since then. But, um, and I did the same thing with my job now, Johnny Cupcakes. I just mm-hmm. was like, hey, I did this shirt. Yeah. A cold call, cold call Yeah. Days. Like, what do you think of this? And, um, so it's just that leap of faith. Like, yeah. I want to do this. Maybe I'll get rejected. Maybe I won't. But like, it. I wasn't mm-hmm. like just waiting by my email like every day like I'm not going to do anything until he calls me back it was like well here's one email alright who else can I um, contact like what else can get me going and so because you do a you do a, a design and you don't just like click send or print and then like all of a sudden money's in your bank like, account. Okay, right, let, let me sit
0: back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, that's yeah, done. Yeah, kick that. While
3: I'm waiting for that check to come in, Wait when can I pitch. get, how can I get another <laughs> check to come in? Like totally. So totally. Um, what was like the first project that you did that kind of gave you the impression of like, oh, I can do this for a living. Like this can actually work.
2: Yeah. Uh, there's this coffee shop that I worked on uh, a while back. That was like the first big project that I did where it was everything from like, the interior to like the whole identity the packaging there wasn't like one thing that i didn't touch in that whole thing and that was like just a chance meeting this dude just trusted me we hit it off like he knew i didn't really have experience but he kind of just let me do my thing and that was kind of like the the big one where i was like damn i can
3: do this nice because you did everything you did like yeah the cups or was that fuel it was fuel yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like i think i know um but uh yeah so that's also a Boston company yeah. right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. did you it was like friends of friends or like it's me funny one day stuff, the, the doo-doo agency I was talking about <laughs> uh,
2: well, it's funny because one of the art directors there who I became friends with he just recommended me just he's like this kid he's a nice kid like I don't think I had a portfolio or whatever yeah. so like we just that was it you know so just introduced me We just he's like here are my ideas
3: and I'm like cool like alright Let's do nice. this yeah, that was and good, did you pitch like like everything or was he just like I just want a logo or and then you came back with like well you need aprons you need hats you need this well with with the logo
2: itself during the initial meeting, uh, I actually just like drew out an idea on the napkin, which ended up being the logo. Nice. So I did it, and I've never done that. I won't do that again. To that's this some day. I Heart New York shit right there. It was fucking dude. It was <laughs> heavy. It was so heavy. Uh, man, no. It was just. It was just one of those things where I was like, oh, here's an idea, and he's like, oh shit. Yeah. That's kind of rad. And yeah, that's how it sparked. But. He was like an ad guy. He spent like a long time in that. He was like a consultant and shit. So he knew that there would be like this whole brand build out cool. and stuff. I wasn't like, hey man, you guys need aprons. He was like, <laughs> yo, I know we need aprons. Like, <laughs> you know. That's
3: good that you worked with someone who actually kind of knew the industry. Well, because I was also bit. like 23 at the yeah. time, so I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know, I made it seem like I did. A um, and so since you've done, like, I noticed in your portfolio you do a lot of projects for like Boston companies, um, and you kind of like, I think of you, I'm like, oh, like, you are like a designer of Boston. You're like a Boston designer. Yeah. Like, um, are you conscious of that? That like, you no. kind of have like, like, um... Almost when, like, you look at, like, the print regional design annual, yeah, it's, like, I was always, like, oh, like, look at these people who have, like, set up shop in these areas, and, like, yeah. now it's such, like, a global, um, like, like workplace that we have, we can yeah. just do clients for anybody, you still kind of maintain the Boston vibe. Like, how I do... appreciate
2: that, you <laughs> saying that, because that's fucking cool, like, I dig that, I love Boston, like, that's just, that's just what it is, I'm, like, New England, born and bred, and, you know, I, I'd imagine there's some sort of, like, whatever carryover into that visual work, you know, just from yeah. how I grew up and stuff. Uh, so yeah, I'm probably not conscious of it until somebody says it, but I'd take that as a compliment. No, that's cool so cuz yeah, like I you shape, like
3: shaping the identity yeah. of a city, you know? Like like New York has a certain identity to it. and yeah. Like Boston if you'd excuse all the freaking Red Sox and sports logos, there's yeah. a design in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I, you're helping bring that to the forefront. Yeah, I mean, it's,
2: like, one of the most historic cities in the fucking world, you know? It's awesome. Yeah. There's so much going on here, and, yeah, I think it's a great place to, to work. There's so many, like, just under-the-radar creatives here that just do their thing
0: and just silently just kill it, you Yeah. Know? I think it's easier, you know, for in a lot of ways to be sort of a freelance person here than in some of the, I mean, Boston's a big city too, but in some Ooh, ways. If you compare it to like New York or San Francisco, it's just so congested
2: yeah. and, you know, everybody's doing that one thing, you know. Yeah. I'm sure it's difficult. I was, difficult I was
3: noticing this, like, when it comes to, like, restaurants and, like, you know, like, you did that coffee shop and it was like, that's like Brighton's coffee shop where everyone in Brighton, like, will know about it and, like, goes to it. Whereas in New York, like everybody has, there's too many neighborhoods and it yeah. gets lost. But in Boston, like if you do the identity for like one good restaurant, yeah. in a neighborhood, that's like yeah. everyone knows of that that's restaurant totally. in Boston. There's like seven good restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yeah,
2: my uh, at my old job at um, at this place Oat. Uh, It's, like, this boutique-y branding place. i worked there for about a year. But they do, like, pretty much all restaurant stuff. You know, I'm sure you've been to, like, Saloon and Brass and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, and Davis. Yeah, yeah. And they've done, like every single restaurant identity but that's and, the thing is like, like you do design Cambridge.
3: like people are going to know about it and
2: it's like <laughs> a super incestuous sort of industry where it's yeah. like this dude owns eight restaurants yeah, yeah. yes yeah. can you do all eight of these <laughs> you know? which like, is good to get in on dude awesome. uh, is
3: awesome has there been anything like that in your career that you've been like uh, is a guy from Fuel going to open up something, something else and hit you up are you like on retainer with anything that hasn't happened. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> uh, Fuel's
2: actually opening a second shop at the Logan Airport. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is kind of tight, so they're going to have their own space there, so that's kind of rad. Are do you good... get free coffee now for life? Yeah. yeah. yeah I get lots of, lots of
0: weird free stuff from nice. there, so I'm pretty hyped on that. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Why did this market basket design never go anywhere? These are amazing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. Oh. It it and, a... and that's
3: another thing, too, is like I saw this, and, I, and that was another thing. Because on Richie's dribble page, it has some snippets of some work for Market Basket. Yeah. And I was like, this kid is taking over in Massachusetts. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's what's Man, going on? Market Basket is <laughs> like so
2: huge. I'm like, this is my shit. This, like, <laughs> yeah. Grody ass grocery store yeah. from like that started in like the '20s by like two weirdos and lol. If like, you grew uh, up on the North
3: Shore, like, <laughs> you you went to Market Basket all time. And this like all it expands,
0: time. but it's kind of like this classic look, but it. it Sort of keeps the integrity of that. That uh, was that was uh, a Hail Mary. So <laughs> actually, uh, the
2: the dude who runs Fuel, he's homies with one of the Dumula brothers or whatever. So he was just like, "Hey, the kid who did all this stuff, blah blah." And so they're like, "If you cut him a check for X amount of money, he'll like do this stuff or whatever." And so I made like a lot of stuff, like a lot of things. And, and they I saw just, it. Oh, they and definitely yeah, saw yeah. it, and it just went absolutely nowhere. <laughs> like first yeah. round everything Damn. you know it was just one of those projects that got away you know it was yeah. so fun to touch it and to work yeah. on it you know and mm-hmm. I had a blast
3: but you know it definitely needs some rebranding I mean it is it's it is time. it's hurting yeah. it's hurting but again they're
2: one of those places where it's like their customer base isn't like oh damn this rebrand is really nice they're right, like yeah. yo these eggs are a dollar <laughs> 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 give me a hundred eggs that is but a thing. loyal yeah. dope loyal
0: group of people too they oh my god they give a
2: fuck like don't yeah. market basket customers foam at the mouth man they have like a cult like it's oh, sick yeah yeah. And back them. They were rallying in the streets. Oh yeah. Over, Artie. Over Rose. <laughs> over the yeah. owner. Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: care what it is. When you have that much passion over something, it's fucking totally. contagious. Yeah. that's <laughs> what I when I was watching that story develop. I was like, I don't know a lot about, you know, this this family and they're from or some yeah. of them have lived in Andover, but I'm like, I don't know the inner workings of this, but if you have thousands of workers standing up like this for the CEO, I'm yeah. like I'm behind that. Yeah, Yeah, you gotta gotta back it up. If you
3: haven't been following, I think it was last year, Market Basket CEO was fired by by the company um, and the employees striked they went on strike because they love this guy so much this owner of the company that they were like we're not working until this guy is back that's heavy and it is. and it and it worked right oh, yeah. he's back yeah, yeah, And yeah, he's, yeah, back yeah, yeah. he's back on the board it's, a, but it's like, a glorious american story yeah. Yeah. it really is and i, and I like, love it. that's so that's you want to run a brand like that <laughs> yeah. when you when you have a brand and like your employees quit because you're gone or like you aren't doing your job like yeah you know they 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 care about the brand. They care about you. Like well, there's cool. people behind a brand. <laughs> yeah, and you can see
0: that. Like you know that that idea. Like someone from here would have designed this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This is oh yeah. Someone who understands <laughs> the fabric of that. that I wasn't person. trying to like,
2: reinvent the wheel. It's all like yeah. fucking Americana stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, That's what they are. Like I'm not gonna change that and make it some like weird thing that it's not. Right. It's like a discount grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Like let's just roll with that. It's sick. You know. But, you know, like I said, wasn't meant to be, shit happens.
0: What was the yeah. state of football thing? This is cool, too. Oh, yeah, that was, was for ESPN? uh,
2: yeah, it was for ESPN. um, yeah, they, they asked me to do some stuff for, um, I fucking hate football. I just want to put that out there. Uh, it's the worst. Yeah. Anyways, it was a cool project though. Uh, they were doing some special edition magazine that focused on this one crazy ass football player who's like a G or something. And then yeah, just a bunch of like little spotillas and icons and stuff. And it was
0: fun to work on. Did you like working like with a company of that sort of stature?
2: yeah it's I actually do like pretty good amount of like uh, agency work you know where they're like hey we're pitching like a weird thing can you do the weird thing well, they already <laughs> yeah. have like the good one and they just want like an obscure one you know <laughs> or whatever so yeah I, I've gotten to work with like a couple of those like uh, quotation bigger companies yeah. uh, you know so it's, it's cool you know to... and are they
0: receptive to sort of your style are there like a lot of is there a lot of back and forth over that or like it's... because they're looking to you to kind of do something different they're appreciative of...
2: Yeah, like, I think it's more that I'm approached for this like specific thing because that's sort of how I present myself. So there's never like, hey, can you do this in this style? It's like, nah, I don't know how. I don't have Photoshop. I can like <laughs> make a flat shape that's like a visual pun or some
1: shit.
3: But like, you haven't let that hold you back. You're like, this is what I'm good at. I don't know, I'm going to be the best at like mastering this pen tool in Illustrator. Yeah, <laughs> but like, knowing that, like, okay, well maybe not having Photoshop might... Like, do you ever think about, like, maybe, like, if I got this, like, I could, like, make my work uh, have a, a different effect to it. Like, yeah I, I could maybe it, get more work or, like, a different kind of work. But, again, it goes back to, like, then that's not the work that you are comfortable with. Because you, right. then you're stepping one, into a new territory. Two, then you might get a job going into that territory. You're like, I don't know that land yet. yeah I don't know. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm all for it exiting
2: the comfort zone to certain ex, you know extents but it's more in like the specific industry it's like sports shit I don't know anything about that but you know I don't God, is it shitty to like say people I've worked with like you know <laughs> yeah it, like can I like I mean like Nike and like ESPN like I've worked with like a lot of those like sports yeah. brands and stuff and it's always fun as shit they're fucking cool and it's like it's cool to Work in that industry
3: because I, I don't know anything and I think and they're basketball. and they're cool with that they're like but they kind of like are just like you know here's the here's like the story and you can illustrate to it yeah exactly exactly so and like a lot of it
2: is like very logo centric like hey this is like what this this is about can you create a symbol that sort of like represents that yeah. so again it's very like logo based yeah. you know so there's kind of a carryover
3: what would um be uh, I know you mentioned earlier like a brewery but um kind of a very general uh graphic designer question where it's like but what is like your like what would be like your dream project? horror film titles horror film, horror titles. film titles
2: dude I, i'm a huge horror nerd i've been that way like pretty much my whole life after i got over my fear of uh, chucky <laughs> at about eight which kept me up for about two years straight um, but yeah i love horror uh i love that's why you're wearing overalls today too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the overalls. Uh, yeah, I know you guys can't see that out there. The in end, But that's what's happening. Um, yeah, man, if I could touch any sort of like, I fucking tweeted about it the other day. I was like, yo, horror makers, I yeah. will literally do free work for you if you let me.
3: I'm dying to get a skateboard line. yeah i've tweeted that before like hey skateboard companies i'm waiting you know what (laughs) it's
2: funny too like i've i don't think i've ever done anything skateboard related yeah like or gotten like paid for it you know
3: it's so weird though you said horror because like i could see it working but like you know your stuff isn't like horror like it's not like um uh just like drippy text and shredded and goosebumpy. yeah but like it would, it would be almost culty in a way, which could be cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like
2: yeah, anything involving like typography and horror, I would be super hyped to do. Yeah, that. or, or like,
3: like Exorcist is very elegant, but horror. Totally, like yeah. that that font they have or the logo type. Absolutely,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I really dig all that. I think film titles like are just like an incredible, incredible thing, and they just set the tone for like the whole movie, and they play such a huge part. I'd love to be able to to do something like that that's probably does
3: it aggravate you when you see a movie uh, or a, a movie poster and the advertising campaign is like pitching a certain style and there's some cool type for it but then on the title of the movie when it shows up during the film it looks nothing like the <laughs> it's, advertising campaign it it drives me crazy it's
2: fucked up yeah i mean it's like with big budget shit it's like okay let's hire like 40 agencies it's this frankenstein of all these ideas nobody knows what's going on but i feel there's more continuity in like indie stuff because it's like, yeah damn, we did this like ourselves probably so it's like we don't have
0: these assets to rely yeah on, you know so so yeah what if? Oh, uh, what if I just watched where the, I feel like the, the Jinx? I thought was. Uh, did oh, you guys watch dude, the Jinx? Dude, the intro is the that best. That is one of the best <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. But so good. Robert Dur shot up. <laughs> oh no! Sorry. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, Jinx cool. Uh, no, what I was saying No, not, we are not, talking about okay. I, Jinx is great. I I thought uh, the opening was incredible, but. Uh, my issues with it were kind of the stylized way that they're sort of like glorifying some of the events of the Uh, story but the other other one I was going to mention which I always watch and I'm like I love this intro but it is not really like now it does seem to sort of fit in with the tone of the show but when the first few seasons I was like this is an awesome intro it is not related to the show is Portlandia. I love, like, the montage and everything. But, oh, yeah. Right? Like, there's, it's like, a little that, too cool. That Washed Out song and everything. But, like It seems like a cool, like, Twin Peaks type opening
3: or something about, like, <laughs> Portland. And then it's like a sketch comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a brilliant show. but It's, it's kind yeah. of, uh, and same with, uh, what is it, uh, Borbach Empire. Mm-hmm. It took me six seasons and I'm still trying to figure out if it is good or not. <laughs> <laughs> like, that the intro, like, I hate the song, I hate this, what like this, it? it's know. this electric guitar, and it's just like, really like, easy, like blues is playing, it's not even blues, it's like rocks, like, June doom, 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 and you're like, this is taking place in, in the, the 20s. 20s. <laughs> I yeah. know it's kind of yeah. like, it's a modern take, and like, that's a whole juxtaposition is cool, but still, like, I don't know if it's good or not or if it's like way above me right. that I'm just not getting so it nice or if it's like it. just yeah, so, it. it's so, so, so bad sad. that it's like this doesn't work. I love the, uh, the Better Call Saul intro. I think that's uh, so yeah, awesome. it's great. I love it's great. great. I don't remember it. I've only seen one you. episode. Dude, you're the guy. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you are the guy. Yeah, I did the Better Call the Saul poster. Yeah, that's
2: heavy. I really like that. I um, think it might be one of my favorite things that you've made, actually. Thanks. I'm going to say that.
3: Think think uh, uh, Chris Hardwick appreciated it, too. He put it up on a Talking Bad oh, yeah. uh, set. Oh, no way. Yeah. I so love like it. It was more really more cool. i the show. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> cool. I yeah, get yeah, it yeah. now. Get it. Yeah. I
0: was going to ask, uh, I've asked Chris this a bunch, because I used to write for the local news. Why That's does cool. local news look so bad? Why are the graphics all terrible? Why is the music terrible? Like, would, yeah. is it just not a priority? I mean, has, has yeah. do designers watch the news, and are they like, this looks so stupid? Um. Yeah, that's a toughie.
3: They get okay. If the designers not that mix I guess so. Nothing guess against so. the designers that work there, but the designers that work there are the designers that work there, mm-hmm. and they're not like the Richie Stewarts who are like, I have something more to do with graphics, and I'm gonna go off my own and help people. I mean, do you <laughs> it, Or is it? Well, maybe, I, I, I think
2: yeah. like all the designers that work at news stations have been working there since 1988. And <laughs> You know, nothing has progressed since then. You know, like, yep, this drop shadow's happening. This, yeah. This aerial is happening. You're gonna get a cool sheen on yeah, that, that font. <laughs> like drop that gradient on and fucking call
3: it a day. Yeah. Oh, wait, can you make it spin and come towards your face? It's wild. <laughs> Breaking <laughs> news. It's wild, man. Yeah,
2: like, I would say 99% of, like, not even news, but just TV shit is fucking bogus. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, yeah.
3: there's a huge debate in the, the design not like a debate but just kind of ongoing discussion but it will never change is like sports graphics oh they're so bad i mean like i remember a few years ago it went around the internet it got passed around some design blogs someone made a a rebrand of like what like uh live graphics for like um saying the the score and like who like what the play is yeah and it looked so good it was really clean you could actually see the field because it wasn't bombarded with graphics yeah Yeah. (laughs) like and it was really clean and like it took it made you focus on the players again and not like the hype of it all right which is basically what sports today is is like it's all just hype and like we actually don't even watch the game sometimes we rather watch the replays or the highlights
0: I've noticed that there are teams that have like if you look at some of the logos from like I feel like the the funniest time for sports logos was maybe, like, the mid-90s. Like, teams oh, just, yeah. like, taking their color schemes that they've had for 40 years and completely ditching them. Like, uh, like the Rockets had this classic, which they now have again, like, oh, yeah, the red red and yellow uniform. And they were like, okay, now we're going to be, like, black with a, like, baby blue rocket <laughs> taking off into space. It was like the Space Jam era. Yeah. And I feel like teams are, like, going back a little bit towards, like, some of those more old-school things. And when you watch some games, there will be, like, um some of the graphic packages are a little more, like, minimal now than they used to be, where it's, yeah. like, I feel like some people are, like, can I just watch the game, you know, like, and, yeah. and if you're going to give me the score in the upper right or whatever, like, keep it out of my, out of my way, you know, <laughs> that's what...
3: Sort of it is really funny how, um, like, I don't watch sports, and, like, you don't watch sports, yeah. but I'm sure you are influenced by, like the 40s or, like, the 60s of sports. Like, the types oh, and, dude, like, the, uh, the mascots. Were, because they were good. They were so good. they, were, they were fucking
2: good. Like, because they used one color. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> they, they're like, damn, we can't hide under a gradient or a drop shadow or a bevel or some fucking garbage. It's like, this idea better be good because... We don't have anything. Yeah, else. some you old lady
3: got to stitch this onto the uniform later. Yeah, and yeah, that's <laughs> dude, that's
2: exactly it. It's the restrictions, yeah. of huh. that time period that influenced what it looked like. Yeah. like I fucking love that. And that's it's really like cool. now that it's like oh, computers, it's like oh, we can fucking make this look like a three-dimensional volcano.
3: It's yeah, like, why, why are you doing But why? why? Yeah, you <laughs> um, I mean, thought it was going to look like on like a newer hat. It's going to look like ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. I don't get it. I mean. It's
2: hard for me to have an opinion because I'm so far removed from yeah. the world, but, you know, here we are.
3: <laughs> um, so, um, I want to ask you about, like, uh, speaking of teams, I guess, uh, um, when, when I first met you, you kind of already had, like, a... So, all right, I'll backtrack. Like, I started in my design career in New York, and I had a lot of design friends. Yeah. And um, I moved to Boston, and I didn't know anybody who did design. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you kind of create a scene for yourself because when I met you you knew all these people you introduced me oh this guy this guy and I I had sort of known them through the internet but I had no idea they were all in Boston and like you were like you kind of had this like group going on yeah. how did that kind of come about did you know them before you started like doing freelance or is it just like I networking th- and reaching out
2: yeah i mean i
3: don't really say in the past like
2: two years i've sort of like started to meet other people that have sort of been like maybe staples in our community for a while yeah. that i just didn't know about and that's probably just like getting older and things and it's like oh i need this 3d printer who's around oh damn these guys cool like you know so i think there's there's that As involved, but I I think I was like you, like in school, like it was like I didn't have any design friends, yeah, at all. You know, I just do my own thing, and that was it. You know, so I
0: don't know. Um, what is your normal kind of, you know, day like in terms of, (laughs) yeah, you know, your schedule or like what? How do you sort of like? Is there a time where you get up every day and start working? Uh, Because like for a lot of people. You know just the discipline of, of working from home and finding your own work is so daunting to them
2: yeah yeah it's definitely a hard like self-motivational type thing um, I, don't, I don't know like I said I'm a morning person I think all I get more work done between six and ten than I do in an entire day for sure yeah um, so yeah I mean I'm usually up by like six or seven walk the dog some coffee Head over to the studio, check out the emails, and just crank till like twelve or one, and then the afternoon is usually just like you know hanging out. Cool. I don't really work in the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> There's a
3: <laughs> there tends to be a dead zone that's usually like from and, like and it goes one back. to four is like. And then Nothing's maybe you'll get. Happen. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've totally time. embraced it. Yeah,
2: know? and my wife understands too. Like I'll come home at one thirty on a Wednesday, and she's like, "Oh, okay."
3: <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm sorry, this is happening." Yeah. But like you know, you understand when you work best and when. You, but like absolutely, have... I don't try
2: and stay up all night because I can't. Right. Yeah,
3: I, can't. I remember I once I asked um, Mike Mitchell, this illustrator, one time. I was like. I was like do you sleep like how do you do all this he goes of course like that's that's how I do all this is that like I get eight hours of sleep every night yeah that's like big, that was a huge thing for
2: me because <laughs> like in my early 20s I was like you know I can't sleep because I don't have the time to do these things that I want to do you know yeah. and I'm glad I got that out of the way because you know like your homie said it's like if your brain isn't like rested and ready like what's the, you can't you know yeah. yeah and I think so much of like what we do it revolves around coming up with a good idea mm-hmm. like the execution is like and cake decorating you know you can right. I'm sure you can draw anything in your sleep but it's like that idea the hunt for the idea yeah. you said you find yeah.
0: that sometimes by like doing anything else literally anything else, anything else. Anything else. <laughs> so I'm
2: like very okay with walking away from I don't have a computer at home like That's I good. just don't do nice. that cool. at all um, just disconnecting if I can find inspiration anywhere else but the internet I'm try to do that That's you know um, but yeah yeah,
3: yeah.
2: So, yeah, I, I guess to answer your question, I, yeah, normal day, <laughs> 6 to 10 or 11, yeah. and then just research, reading stuff, you know.
3: What's What, like, constitutes a good day for you? Like, one of you, like, you know, like, dr- drinks on me tonight. I kill it. <laughs> like, like what, 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 what like, clicks in your brain where you're like, this, I am this, satisfied. This is a productive day. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty rare. Because it's that tough, because nothing's ever enough for artists, you know. It's like, on to the next, or... I'll write a better song, or I'll write a better screenplay, but yeah. I gotta get this one done or something. But It's very difficult. I think people probably
2: in our realm have a hard time calling things finished. Like, when do you call something finished? Yeah. That is always huge for me. I'm like, am I fucking this up? Should I go with my gut? And especially with logo design, man, you can make like a hundred iterations of the oh, same yeah. idea. same idea. And like, you're like, I've done nothing today. <laughs> yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. I try to I try to like realize like I did do work I just have to throw all this away because that was the work you know it's like mm-hmm. I made fifty things that don't work and I know that they don't work that was the work that's the work that's today. the work today if I can take an art board full of stuff and say damn I made all this I'm gonna throw it in the trash mm-hmm. that's I'm fine with that fine with that. and if I, I can, can look work at day. something the next day and just like I don't hate it I'm like
0: yeah yeah it's there <laughs> you know I try to rely on those gut. Just awesome, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I love that idea, you know, of kind of giving yourself the room to accept what you've what you've done for that day as like helping you get to where you. It's and it's tough to
2: explain to clients too. They're like, "So, like, where are you at?" I'm like, "Well, I made a bunch of shit that sucks. (laughs) How you doing?" Yeah, (laughs) you know. They're like, "Oh, okay, but thankfully, you know, uh, I guess through process and trying to describe it to the best of my ability, kind of what goes into it." Their understanding, I'm like, "This could take two weeks." But it might take a month.
3: Yeah, and it's hard to say. And they're like, "Do your thing." So do you do you put pressures on yourself? Like, I know for me, sometimes I'd be like, "Well, I gotta like, I'll just do like a drawing a day." Yeah. Oh my god, like, I tried that. I tried. it, yeah. I
2: can't. I can't. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna spend an hour each day making something, whatever it is, and then just call it done. I did that for like a week, and then <laughs> I was tight. like, I'm fucking never doing this again because I hate myself. <laughs> So try Dude, it, you know, but then it try doesn't work. It. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's like, if I'm feeling something or like an idea comes, I'll make it. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm not. Like, I, I don't and you could it. have a, like, a,
3: like a spree of like. Totally. I'll go on sprees. And go dry go for like a month. Totally. I'm all about the dry months. Very
2: good <laughs> at giving people dry months. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. If I'm feeling it, cool. If not, I'm not I'm not trying to force it, you know. And um. I know that sounds fucking stupid and petty and, you know.
3: Um, I wanted to ask uh, I guess kind of I guess we'll start to to close it up a bit um, but are you getting the kind of work that you want to be doing it's, it's
2: really funny I was talking with my wife about this the other day like four years ago like I made this portfolio that was like a barber shop, a beer company <laughs> a restaurant and now like that's what I'm doing. Like, those are literally the projects I'm working yeah. on right now. Like, extremely literal. Little like, Richie
3: would little, be looking at you going, Richie. he's living the life. <laughs> like, I mean, like I mean, young I mean, Richie. really fucked up
2: because now that I've, like, achieved that goal that I've set for myself, I'm like, what's the next thing? Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? You know? So, it's, like, it's cool. Like, I'm hyped I get to do this stuff for people that allow me to do it. Like, it's crazy. I kind of have to pinch myself all the time. So, super lucky on that. But it's wild, you know? Yeah. Kind of just make your own luck and that's what it is
3: um, so what's getting you like um, I guess to look forward in the future Like, what's getting you hyped about or excited about design right now like in the industry in general like what are you getting excited about
2: man there's just so much happening like everywhere it's insane like just how we live right now everything's changing every day there's always a new app there's always a new site like i don't know just like looking at the progression of like where everyone is now compared to like four or five years ago it's monumental you know
3: and uh yeah i mean just people that are just doing their thing I don't know. <laughs> design <laughs> like is the, getting better, though. It's like, you go to, like, a restaurant, and, like, the menu looks yeah. awesome. And, and it's weird. And you're like, this is great.
2: <laughs> I think there was, like, a time where I tried to, like, explain what I did to people. And I'm like, I'm a graphic designer. And they're like, oh, yeah, my cousin is one. He made this cool trifold brochure for this dentist. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like, I also do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what do you,
3: like, what do you say? Like, I know. But you've, like, carved out a good little niche of your, like, don't come at me for trifold brochures. Like, <laughs> I think it's
2: very clear. I mean, like, someone will be like, hey, can you design my, like, app? And I was like, D- I, "Did you no. Know? <laughs> I certainly cannot. Yeah. I barely know what an app is. <laughs> I don't have Photoshop. Do you use Photoshop to make an app? I don't know. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. But um, I, I would recommend someone else. Yeah. <laughs> I think we are changing a little bit. Like, maybe our parents don't understand, but, like, anyone else, if you were to say... You're a graphic designer these yeah, days. Like We have been changing that idea of like, like when I, you know, grown up, I was a like, graphic designer, you do dental brochures. Right. But now, as a graphic designer, you like, oh, you use a Mac. You're like fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you I can had do this, anything. Like, I had this
2: Uber driver, which is really funny, and I had I had like my desktop or whatever, and he was like, oh, you have a Mac. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, are you a graphic designer? No and way. I was just like, Why do you say that. I am a <laughs> And he was like, cool, do you make like logos and stuff? I'm like, I fucking make logos every day. <laughs> and we just like, you guys high
3: five and drove off in the sunset. Yeah, we drove <laughs> off in the sunset.
2: It was awesome. He was, he's like, yeah, so like, he was like super interested in it. I don't know if he was trying to get a tip or like what was going on, but it was just a genuine conversation <laughs> with a stranger about design that he was like, yeah, logos, lettering. Like, I, yeah. I know what that is. So and I'm, cool. Like, this is, fucking cool man we need more people like you that's cool
3: we need more people like you to keep shaping um, our ideas of of design and seeing the world but uh yeah thanks man yeah that's That's great this is awesome sweet (laughs) Richie Stewart if you're a dentist and you don't have a card
2: (laughs) find him (laughs) also I would like to note that I just completed an identity for a dentist in Portland Oregon and it was awesome I love that dude uh, anybody Whoa. in Eugene Jeffrey Jench uh, DMD fantastic guy uh, he's a G because we're big we're so. big in Eugene so yeah oh yeah Oh yeah. his Jeffrey, office is gonna yeah. be flooded <laughs> uh, fre- fresh
0: dental uh, Eugene Jeffrey Jench look him up Richie Stewart on the Be Brave Podcast thanks man this was awesome hey thanks Thank for having me <laughs> oh, that was like an
1: hour yeah,
3: yeah. That was like